0: We're back here for episode. Uh, what is it? Seventy-four point five now?
1: Yes, seventy-four point
0: six seven five. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, we're uh, we're doing the boxing episode this week now, and uh, let's start with uh, Well, we mentioned it a little bit last the last, uh, the last uh, episode, uh, last half episode, but the WBC uh, uh, random drug testing program: the top fifteen in every weight class that are in the WBC have to submit uh, random drug testing papers with Vada. And they will be random drug testing. And they're waiting on some names. Uh, at first, Amir Khan's name wasn't on the list. Uh, Jean Pascal's first wasn't on the list. But they have since uh, signed up. Jean Pascal said there was a, a error with the paperwork. And he said he sent it in the last month. And he actually took a picture of it and the date. So uh, it seems like he was good to go. Amir Khan is saying that he's just sent in his paperwork now. So that he. But Amir, Amir had a lot to lose because he was a mandatory in WBC for the welterweight uh, world title. Uh, another mandatory actually didn't send in his uh, paperwork, and, that's, and that is Emiliano Marsili, who is the WBC mandatory at, at lightweight. Uh, he's an Italian kid, who's actually undefeated. He got some decent wins, just hasn't gotten the exposure. But um, he didn't send in his paperwork, so I don't know if he's gonna. I think he's gonna lose his mandatory status, which is pretty much a shame for him because he's getting older, you know, and that was gonna be his last opportunity. Um, then there was, uh, you know, I noticed there was like a lot of flyweights, like from the other side of the world. I got a feeling like maybe they didn't know how to send in the paperwork. I got to be honest. Like uh, I don't, I don't think all of it was like with malice. Um, some of it maybe was. Some of it maybe was forgotten. Some of it, wasn't malice it was malice. Who knows? They're flyweights.
1: obviously they're not doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> they're freaking yeah. flyweights. Well,
0: you know, flyweights can take EPO. I mean, yeah, I'm just kidding. And uh, yeah, was, but but there's um, David Hay, who also was another name on the list that needed to send in his paperwork still. And uh, they said he would be eliminated from the rankings if he didn't. So, so you know, there's a, I, I, I like this, and it, it's gonna. I think it's gonna get interesting. And I think if you really, really, if they really, really stay with this as best as they can, I commend the WBC. I really do. I commend, Absolutely. I think you're gonna see the sport get a lot younger. Overdue. I see, yeah, I think you're gonna see the sport get a lot younger, and uh, you're gonna, you, you will stop seeing guys still be in their prime when they hit 40, and. and even 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 LA thirties. Hey know, Paulie, I really, I, really, I really believe
1: that. Paulie, talking about uh, uh, steroids and and PEDs, I was thinking about you, and I actually I actually quoted you because you're a professional athlete. What do you think? What's your personal opinion about David Ortiz? You know, I, just from like the fact that he's performing at such a high level at such a late stage in his career, even when he's had a, he had a dip a, pre- a couple of years previous, and then he came back strong again.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You know, that's the thing with baseball. You know, I I can't. You know, I, I don't have as much of a professional opinion on baseball as I do on, um, on boxing. You know, like, I, I did the boxing for a living. I kind of understand to a degree a lot more. You know, just from looking at baseball, I mean, I did notice when they started the, the, the testing that the home run numbers dropped and a lot of the numbers dropped. But I don't know to what degree that testing is stopping everyone from cheating, obviously. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I definitely don't want to, don't want to, Put that out there if I'm not and if I don't feel pretty confident about it, you know what I'm saying? So I don't, I can't, I, I hate especially in a sport that I'm not as well versed in as, in, as I am in, in in boxing, you know. So, so it's difficult for me to just look and say, oh, you know what? Hmm, this guy's suspicious. Listen, it was definitely weird to me when suddenly everybody was hitting fifty, sixty home runs in the major leagues. So sure. it was totally totally weird for me. Uh, and it definitely says even it was suspicious to me. I was just a teenager, and I was like, "This is bullshit. Something, something weird is ha- up here." You know, these are records that have been around for years and years, and now you got two and three guys a year breaking them. You know, it's just weird. You know, so, so that was just all off the top. You know, that was I, that was just common sense. You had to be a, a real moron not to realize that. But, but as far as now, I mean, I know the testing has become a little bit more stringent, but I don't know to what degree. And again, it, 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 I'm not that well versed to be able to. Cut to the nitty gritty and say, okay, this guy's clean, this guy's not. Like, I, 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 it's beyond me. You know what I'm saying? It's beyond me. If he's clean, hey man, God bless. You know, and he's had a great retirement and he's done a lot with his, with the Boston Red Sox. You know, like, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I just feel like you know he had to slow a couple years ago. He had like a down year and like uh, yeah. the guys I say, like your bats, mean, your bat speed doesn't improve with age. Like you don't no, get your
0: bat speed actually slows down. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, mean, I
1: can't say he did it, but it just it just seems a little. You know, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. You know.
0: Of course, of course. He, that's something to think about. Without a doubt, I remember Jeter's back to be slowing uh, down at the end of his career, and it was like a little bit sad to see. You know, it was, it was, hey,
2: like he was a good was, hitter. He you know? was stepping on the chalk on the back of the box. Yeah,
0: you know, he trying to make up like, for it. Yeah, yeah. He was like such a good. He was like such a good hitter. You know, but you know, that's that's, that's called aging, man. You know, it's you know, there's nothing you can do about it. You
1: and you guys know why he's retiring, right? Do you know why he's actually retiring? You told me. What? His feet. He's got really bad feet. He's he's always in pain with it. From he's got like he's got bad feet. And he, like he Well, yeah. he was
0: he was the agent a lot, right? He was, he was, yep. He was the agent, so the way to have to play the field because of those feet. you know? Yeah. So that's, that's that. And then also, you know, but we're going back to the boxing, but props to the WBC for uh, you know bringing this out. And I'm curious to see you know how 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 far it gets and how and how if they stick with it and 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 see how how much the landscape of boxing changes in the next three to five years if they stick with it. So, I, I think it'll be really interesting. I think I really think it will. You know, and then uh. What else we have here? We have um, Aaron Pryor. Aaron Pryor, yeah, the Aaron Pryor just passed away at, at the young age of 60 or 61. Um, definitely uh, one of the greats in in boxing, uh, one of the more exciting fighters. But unfortunately, during his career, he's probably a bit underrated. You know, he's probably one of those guys that you appreciate later on in life, and that's a shame because Pryor was uh, responsible for some of the more exciting fights of his time and some of the uh, some of the more fun fights to watch in his time. And uh. A pure, pure Hall of Famer, you know. Uh, so he passed away young. Uh, that's uh, now
1: both guys in that
0: great rivalry have now passed away. Both he and Alex Rodriguez, you know. Yeah. So
1: I yeah. got some quotes.
0: I mean, go by, man.
1: I got some quotes from uh, from prior, like this. Uh, when he was at the Boxing Hall of Fame dinner like this back in 2001. He said drugs were my downfall. He said he would have loved to have fought uh, Leonard Duran. He said I would have dominated them. Hmm. That's what. Yeah. He, and he no, said. No. Uh, he he fought for Emmanuel Stewart said that Pryor was so fierce that no one would spar him, including Tommy the Hitman Hearns. He was an animal well, inside actually, the ring, said
2: Stewart. He
0: actually he actually beat Tommy in the amateurs, you know. Yeah. Um, he actually had a win against him. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. National you know?
2: gloves, I think. Hmm.
0: Yeah, the national Golden gloves. It was interesting because, you know, Duran made his name beating Leonard, and he went from lightweight to welterweight and kind of skipped over that super lightweight division you know uh where prior i feel like a lot of
2: people skipped over that division while while the hawk was there
0: <laughs> yeah you know it was uh and uh, i guess rightfully so right i mean he was just such a difficult guy to deal with you know but so rest in peace to the hawk Aaron prior i actually got to meet him at the hall of fame weekend back in 2008 that's and he right was very, very nice and uh i remember i was like I felt, you know, I was just a young champion at that time. I had just won the world title maybe a year before. And, uh, I was, I was the IBF junior World dream And Way champion. I, I, I remember feeling really cool. He was one of the guys that came up to me and like, he knew who I was, and I was like, wow, Aaron Pryor knows who I am. You know, a, I remember he, he made me feel real good. You know, when I met him, you know? you know, a real nice guy. You know, he was there with his wife and this, uh, real nice guy, man, you know, so he will definitely be missed, but, uh, he'll live on in our memories with, uh, some of the great fights that he put together. Thanks to YouTube and all the video available now, you know, you can always watch our on prior fights, you know, he was he was exciting.
1: Thirty nine and one, thirty five knockouts. Yep. At he that was
0: weight. A yeah. Yep. Yep. It was a buzzsaw. And that's that, you know, uh, so what else we got? We got uh, a Broner just uh, uh uh he's they're talking about him fighting Ricky Burns. Ricky Burns just fought with uh this Finnish guy. Um, what was his name? Relic, Relic. I heard it was a pretty good fight. I didn't see the fight actually, but I heard it was a very good fight. And some people were actually saying that the other guy might have beat him. You know, I, I don't saying know. saying the scorecards
2: were were disgusting, right?
0: Yeah, the scorecards were a bit wide too. You know, I got you know, I would have loved to see the fight. I, I don't. We didn't get it over here though. But uh, it said you know Broner supposed to get Burns next if Burns is healthy after the fight. I guess we'll find out soon enough. You know. Um that will be an interesting fight, I guess. I mean, it is the belt that Broner had. I mean, also on the scale in the Ashley thing fight that you know Broner was able to pick it up, and it was a vacant fight, a title fight. he would be Miguel Di Rocco, um, and, and for the vacant title, Broner had a vacate. But Broner
2: a vacate has Broner to, to not fight. commit suicide for that fight to happen. No? Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Apparently, apparently, yesterday on Broner's social media, he's. Uh, but I feel like Adrian, no, it's weird. I feel like Adrian Ab goes through this like every few months. No, maybe yeah, wasn't he doing this before he fought? Maybe right.
2: Uh, right. I think it was before he fought Maidana. Was it Teas in the
0: Shower or something like
2: that? Uh, he went to that... Remember he went to the Wax Museum in Vegas? And uh, yeah, he put a picture up with a with a gun to his head?
0: No, 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 That was after that. I'm yeah. talking about... You, there was
2: another one where... He, oh, he he cries in the shower, so he doesn't... Yeah, he's so he, in the
0: shower. What did he say? I remember you read it to me. It was, yeah,
2: because he, um, he doesn't like you know people to see his pain or his, his hurt, so he he lets uh yeah. he lets releases that in the shower
1: well on instagram he put no a message use,
2: he, no yousef <laughs> uh, yeah, no yousef
0: right damn you know
2: that was hey paul uh, before but i feel like every
0: few months he puts these kind of things up you know like i feel like every every like four five maybe six months what about a,
2: what about before
0: is an Adrian broner random posting like this on the internet and then and then like a few days later he'll come out and say nah his boy just got his phone and oh that's
2: all I' was just gonna say remember when yeah right remember the Twitter when we were leading up before you fought him and uh, he's like man I, I just want this all to end and then the next yeah. day those were all deleted and he would blame yeah. it on one of the the kids in his group like man yeah what's shaking my head this this guy had my phone and, and accessed my Twitter yeah. last night it's crazy
0: so every, so every, like, six months, apparently, one of his boys gets his phone in and starts posting like this. Well, this so maybe, is... I don't know, maybe in a few days, A.B. will uh, let us know that somebody had his phone. I mean, I don't know. At this okay. point, you know, if it was a once, this just happened once, I, I think I would take it a little bit more seriously. But this is about every five, six months for me, says so I, don't um... even know how to, I don't even know how to accept it anymore, you know, or not accept it. I don't know, I mean.
1: It Weird. says, uh, 3 p.m., I'm doing it, I'm sorry to my family and friends, mm-hmm. but I don't want to be here no more of this shit too much. It, and then he said, a, and he showed a picture of a gun after that.
2: Was he, yeah, uh, was he, was he doing the same coke as Tyson Fury? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: know. Maybe he was coming off the cocaine high, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even want to blame, I mean, I can't even make a joke about that, that's actually
2: not even funny, you know what I'm saying, I don't know. I think but, it's fucking you know. hilarious. What's I wrong
1: with you? Know, that's, you're a little insensitive, yeah. man. Your, These people suffer from depression. You know, I problems. hear you. Don't
2: put it on social media looking for attention. Maybe he's looking for help. Yeah. Maybe he's crying out for yeah, help, Yeah, well, go, go somewhere. Uh, you're very well, insensitive, man.
0: Well, every five, six months. I mean, I, I, it gets to the point where it's almost like you cried wolf, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but one
1: day bad. he might actually do it.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah, and no one's gonna I mean, believe him because he does this every six months. So, you yeah, know, true, I, true. I know, they right. might, they might the find him like two days yeah. later and hung. That's what happened to the boy who cried
0: wolf, right? Isn't that the story where you just BS people and you BS people and then then you know, the, the wolf
2: was really there, chomping on his fucking arm, and uh, nobody believed little Petey. You know? Aww. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy
0: who cried wolf. So you know. So hopefully hopefully AB's all right he's supposed he to be
2: back. in I mean technically he could have been he could have been in prison facing like seven years for what happened he got all for yeah, that yeah. he's got like five beautiful kids whatever maybe more five I think um uh, <laughs> know I think he, he I remember he had three now he has five I don't know he just pops them out but um yeah. you know that's a lot to be thankful for you know what I mean it, if the kid's gonna go on Instagram putting up guns that he wants to kill himself I mean I don't have pity for people like that
0: yeah, yeah, because you got you gotta you gotta be responsible. Once you're a father, you gotta be responsible, you know. Yeah. And
1: uh, well, hopefully, he gets his act yeah. together, man. You know, because he, he might yeah. be he might be so, suffering from from depression. I think depression. people
0: have always been wondering if AB can get his act together. That's kind of been the enigma of AB, you know. If he can get his act together and and whatnot, and you know, people. I think there's a lot of people that actually want to root for him, but you know, they have a hard time rooting for him because he'll end up he'll go back and end up doing something like this. Or he'll go back and get himself arrested, or he'll go back and just do something stupid, you know. So you know, I, I think. Uh, he's his own enigma a lot of times, you know. Cause, uh, when a focus, b is a pretty good fighter, um, and you know he's also a fun fighter to watch. You know, so you know he is hoping that he gets himself better. You know, and uh, people stop stealing his phone from him and putting out these uh, right these social media these social media posts. You know, Just
2: leave his phone alone already. Huh? Just leave his phone alone already.
0: His yeah, I,
2: just...
0: I do not know. Just... an obsession with the guy's phone. Right? Yeah. You should at least put a code on it, no?
2: Yeah, they have. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then not tell anybody the code. Oh, let's
2: no. no. When he's sleeping, they use his thumb on the iPhone, and uh-huh. they access his phone. Oh yeah. Maybe uh-huh. oh. well, you should give him a BlackBerry, and then he won't be able to go on social media.
0: Okay, that's why I don't need a BlackBerry. <laughs> by the way, by the way, speaking of Black, <laughs> this new phone I have sucks. By the way, the little <laughs> how much it sucks. The little I'll check out my BlackBerry back, but unfortunately they don't do WhatsApp on BlackBerry anymore, so I gotta get used to these other phones. This phone, I knew this phone sucked, but. I didn't know until recently that it was the phone that's been catching fire. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: that's not the one. Fire for everybody. That's not the one. Uh, it's not. No. The Gal-
0: I, bro, I have the Galaxy X Seven,
2: bro. No, uh, you have the Edge. It's the Note. Is it? Yes. Oh, thank God. All right. You
0: were with me when I got the phone, right? Exactly. So, this is the Note. It's the Edge. Didn't I almost buy the Edge?
2: You oh no! You have the Edge. You almost bought the Note. <laughs> and, the guy, bought the Note and the guy and the guy told you. They're coming off the shelves because they've been blown up in people's hands. Why didn't you get yeah. an iPhone?
0: Why didn't I get a, here's why I didn't get an iPhone, bro. I want mean, to be honest. I don't want to end up like Donald Trump, okay? I, I, there's pornos on my phone, all right? And, and I don't want to get my iCloud hacked because I know there's way too many iClouds to get hacked on iPhones, all right? And then, before you know it, you have a very big problem. You know what I mean? Uh.
1: You I just guess. need to find Jesus. You'll be alright.
2: There's videos of you grabbing know, people's pussies. I'm
1: just keeping it real, dude. <laughs> <Keep> it
2: real. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? So, you know, I don't want to be the guy that then then I get called for gender discrimination because some chick wound up on the internet blowing me or something, and then and then you know all like, of those kind of videos. You know, like, then it becomes my fault suddenly because I'm the man, and it's always the man's fault. You know, like, especially <laughs> in this world we live in. Then the liberals come after me, and and you know you then have a wrong. So you know what? In order to avoid the entire problem, that was the last you know shot. I'm just, I'm just not gonna do the iPhone thing. I'm just not gonna do it. That's it. It's a thing. It's a thing. Joey, just, just don't do it.
2: Yeah, golf. forbid forbid No one with a Samsung ever got hacked. Never. Never.
0: <laughs> well, apparently not. Apparently not. We never hear about it, right?
2: All right. That's because nobody
1: has them. <laughs> no, it's possible, but hey, whatever it is.
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: You guys want to hear what uh, Floyd had to say uh, about Gennady Golovkin on fighthype.com?
2: Sure. Let's hear it.
1: He said a guy like Brooke exposed him. He's a guy that's straight up and down. He really has no special effects. He's got good punching power, but no special effects. You guys already know what would have happened if it was me. Instead of Brooke, he's saying. Yeah.
0: Oh, of course. That's just—I ha- think that's just Floyd having fun. Yeah. With uh, with them. here's the thing: Floyd's not a middleweight. If Floyd was an, a middleweight, I, I I would pick Floyd to beat yeah and Golovkin. Yeah, I
1: what? would. What if he made I'm Golovkin making... go down to 155? No, nah, no, nah, they're just the same
0: weight. I don't care what they are weighing at. they're not the same weight. I mean, yeah. Floyd's a guy that turned pro at 130 pounds, and they're not the same weight, you know. So, regardless, I don't think Gol- Golovkin can make 155 anyway. Feel that's just a lot of talk, from, in my opinion. But regardless of the fact, um. You know, that's also Floyd having fun because I, I don't think, I don't even think Floyd believes that. You know, like I, like I said, I mean Floyd knows he's not a middleweight. I think Floyd overall is a more complete fighter than Golovkin. When I mean, Golovkin is a terrific fighter, I mean Golovkin's a very good fighter. He's terrific balance, perfect punching power, great fundamentals, um, smart in there. Based on he, he knows his own style, he knows who he is based on his own style. You know, Brooke exposed a little bit, but at the end of the day, I just yes, a good fighter. It's not, not, I don't think it's a flaw on Golovkin. I think Golovkin was always going to be a kind of guy you could hit. If you fired offense his way, you know what I'm saying. And If you were good enough to, you know, fire offense and make a miss, you know, which Brooke is, it you know, just Brook's only problem was he wasn't a middleweight. I said it from the start. Brooke is the better overall fighter than even Golovkin. You know, I said it from the moment they signed the fight, and I got shit on on the internet because these people, you got a lot of idiots on uh, on well, the Let me ask you a they, question. They, they, they... Make, they base they they it on the on who you fought instead of actually watching you as a style. Right. Say, wow, that's a nice style. You know how they have Brook has a terrific Boston style.
2: You know, we had uh tards, Mayweather haters. Now we have the GGG lovers. Uh, it sounds like they're all liberal Democrats. <laughs> yeah, they're never wrong. And They're never and wrong, I'm, and if you disagree, you're you're a loser. Yeah,
0: yeah. It doesn't matter. And I've done this for twenty years of my life. Right. I analyze it. I analyze it, you know, very well for a job, for a happens. career. That doesn't, that doesn't matter. Yeah, that doesn't matter at all. It only it only matters when they want to agree with me. When they want to disagree with me, I don't know anything. But anyway. Here's the bottom line, Golovkin is a terrific fighter, great fighter, and he's going to be a, a handful to deal with. The, I, don't, I don't know that any middleweight in the world really beats him. Um, it's going to be hard, too. I, I, I probably would favor him against any middleweight in the world or anybody coming up in weight to fight him, for sure. You know? you, you got your handful if you're a natural middleweight, let alone if you're trying to come up in weight, and that includes Canelo. Um, I actually think Danny Jacobs probably gives him a better fight than even Canelo, and you know, he's a good fighter, but I, I, I actually think Jacobs has a bit more special effects than does Canelo. Um, he's a bit more athleticism, a better jab, um, just things that I think can, you know, rub Golovkin the wrong way and and, and put him off balance a little bit. Kell Brook is a very good fighter, but he's uh, he's a natural welterweight. I think ability-wise, he showed he had more ability and he had more special effects. He was not straight up and down as Mayweather uh, said of of Golovkin. Kell Brook was not uh, straight up and down. But at the end of the day, you're a naturally smaller guy. That kind of firepower and and Golovkin staying on you. Mentally breaking you, physically breaking you—you you know, cutting down the ring, um, being fundamentally sound. You know, and Golovkin is all those things. I mean, he got frustrated at times, started kind of lunging in a little bit, which you know, it's the first time we've seen Golovkin a little bit frustrated. But at the end of the day, that punching power is a punching power. and It's going to hit you. You can't be in, the, can't be in the playing the mud without getting uh, dirty. You know what I'm saying? So, so you're going to be in the ring with Golovkin. You're going to have to eat some of that punching power, and ultimately that usually will be enough to kind of eliminate you, even if you're the better fighter. So it's going to be a very difficult for any middleweight in the world to be Golovkin, in my opinion.
2: Today, floating around on social media was the fact that uh, Danny Jacobs' attorney reached out to WBA to try to get a 60-40 split as opposed to 75-25, and the WBA denied that and said it's going to maintain 75-25.
0: Well, here's the thing. I mean, you've got to almost dare to be great, but I, I get from a business standpoint, um, you know, there's also moneta- you have to be monetarily compensated to take such a big risk. Here's the only thing I have, the only thing I can kind of take Danny's side on here is this. If this were like 15 years ago, Danny still would never have been a world champion. You know, because the WBA would never have had a split world title, and Golovkin has the main title. So there would only have been Golovkin as WBA champion. And I have a funny feeling, that if Jacobs had never been a world champion to this point in his career, he might still have that burning desire in him to be a world champion and take the 75-25 split and go dare to be great. But because in his mind, Danny feels he's a world champion, he feels like, no, I don't need to take the 75-25 split. Dude, you know what I'm saying? Like Go it, beat the, him. The WBA, has actually, the WBA has actually created, and WBA, I mean, they're one of the major organizations. you got to respect them for that, but... They've actually created this dilemma because you have these regular champions, these these B champions of with their belt now feeling that they're real world champions. Like Nathan Cleverly just beat Braumer, and he's talking about he's a two time world champion. You know what I'm saying? You you got these guys, they actually legitimately feel like they're world champions when they're the B they're the B world champion in the same organization. You know what I'm saying? I I, think, I look I at I, I look at Danny
2: work. like um like the number one contender to Triple G.
0: Danny is the set number two middleweight in the world. I don't. I I think he's better than even guys that have a world title. I think he's better than Billy Joe Saunders, for example. You right. know what I'm saying? I I uh you know I I think he's he's the number two middleweight in the world behind Golovkin. I really do. I, I regardless of the fact that he may not have ever won a real world title or whatnot, Danny has to be. Danny's game has to be respected. He's the number two middleweight in the world, bar none. I don't think anybody is at his level right now, uh, aside from Golovkin. You know who's, who's at an even higher level? You know, in that weight class. So. You know, there's, there's, um, you know, the fight, it would be terrific if it could be made, but again, the dilemma's kind of been created by the WBA in that now Jacobs feels like he's been a real world champion, and, you know, now he feels like, hey, you know what, I shouldn't have to take this risk, and if he doesn't, you know, hey, we kinda, we're going to have to live with it, you know? We're going to see, though. You know, it will be a great fight for the fans, and, I, and I've gone on the record of saying this fight is the best time for it to happen is right now. They're both hot right now. They're both. Danny, I think, is looking the best. He's looked in his career. I think it's the best opposition he's fought in his career. And Golovkin, of course, is Golovkin, you know? So, so I, I think right now is the moment. You know, you, you know, they say you steer while the iron's hot. Right now is the moment to make this fight. So it would be nice to make it, but I, I'm a little bit skeptical. I'm a little bit skeptical if, um, if, if they're going to be able to come to terms. I would love to see it, though. Obviously, I'm a fan just like everybody else. And it will be terrific to be able to, you know, put this together, uh, put a fight of this magnitude
1: together, you know? We're in, a, yeah, we're in a little bit of a lull with the boxing schedule, but it looks like starting November, it's going to finish up pretty strong. There's a lot of good fights uh, for the end of the year lined up.
0: Yeah, like what? Well, do have any work lined up.
1: Well, you get the Pacquiao card, with uh, Pacquiao's fighting, and Onito Donaires on that card.
0: Okay, yeah, that's not a bad card. Oscar is on that card, too. Like, it's not a, it's actually, it's actually not a bad card. Not a bad card. Um, my old opponent Tito Bracero just signed to fight uh Jose Ramirez, who's a a top ranked prospect in California. Um, Tito Bracero is uh, the guy I just beat, and you know he's a friend of mine. So you know I wish him luck. Uh, Ramirez is a good, good um uh, prospect, for the top ranked. I, I believe he's a 2012 Olympian as well, or 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 maybe a top amateur. I don't know. He was definitely a. I, I remember he. I remember him. His name when he was turning pro. You know, he was a kid that night. He was on the on the fighters to be watch list. You know,
1: So you get a, a fighter? they get an opponent for Danny Garcia yet for the 12th? Do you know?
0: Um, I, I believe it's going to be John Molina, but I'm yet. not sure. I mean, I believe it's going to be John Molina. Yeah, uh, I'm, almost, so uh, I'm almost certain. Here's the, shame, here's the shame of that of that November 12th fight. You're going to compete against the Conor McGregor New York fight, you know what I'm saying, in the UFC. You know, New York has, hasn't had MMA uh, allowed for in, in forever, you know, and they They finally passed the bill to allow MMA in the US. is going to Have a card, November twelfth, the same night at Madison Square Garden. So, you know, the, the Garcia fight is gonna compete against that. It's gonna be, you know, very difficult to get ratings for that fight. You know, it's it's kind of a shame. You know, because uh, I, I think Molina fought his way and earned himself to pay that. You know, I know people hate on this fight, but Molina just got a You know, Molina was a nine to one underdog on against Ruslan guy. You know, the, a guy who gets that kind of upset. I, I feel like he deserves some kind of shot at somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, and, and
2: on paper, know. I mean, style wise it's not a bad matchup you could know be an no, exciting it's fight it's it's not like like Danny Molina's, is... no,
0: dum- Molina's no dummy, trust me Molina's no dummy you know, he's well, here also, for a I
2: know, you know but also you know Danny is not a boxer like you where you could see like one person just winning every round and and you say oh the guy was never in the fight they're gonna throw hands and and hit Danny, each other
0: Dan has definitely solid punching power that can end the fight at any moment but at the same time you know he's a little bit uh uh, uh, flat-footed, you know, and, and that can maybe, that a lot, lot of times leaves him hittable, you know, but of course, having the ball to go for him, you know, you put too much balls on the line, and you, and you get where you run into a hook, because one of Danny's best assets is his ability to punch with you uh, at the right time, you know, so so I, I mean, I don't think it's a bad fight, I really don't I mean, at the end of the day, you, you try to get um, uh, team the value for your money, and I, I think that's a good fight, it, like I said, the shame of it is just that it's the same night as... Uh, has the McGregor fight in, in the Madison Square Garden, and a lot of people are going to be really, a lot of combat sports fans are going to really be, you know, pointing their head towards the McGregor fight and, and uh, at, at the Garden that night. You know, the Garcia Molina fight is in Philadelphia, and also that same night, my, myself, I'm not going to be in town. Otherwise, I would have probably went to Philadelphia for the fight. But I got to be in Chicago that night. I'm getting that's the night I get inducted into the Italian American Boxing Hall of Fame. So, uh, uh, along with uh, a couple other guys like Vinny Del Negro, a former NBA player and coach. Uh, Nino Benvenuti, former middleweight world champion and also International Boxing Hall of Fame member. Uh, Joe Pepitone, uh former, uh, I think he played for the Yankees. Joe Pepitone and, uh, and a couple other guys. Uh, excuse if I'm re- not remembering them. But what about you know, my cousin they,
2: Sal? Who? Uh, oh. Sal Manillo. Oh. <laughs> What's wrong with you?
0: Well, wow, that wasn't even funny, dude. Right, no,
2: yeah, was a little weak. He's, he's uh, sober. That's a problem.
0: Know. No, um, you're, you're, you're going to hurt your brand. You keep putting shitty jokes like that out
1: there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hit a home run every time. Hey, so in November 12th, we have Danny Garcia against John Molina, and then November 19th is a big fight, uh, probably you know the yeah. fight we've been looking forward to the well, most, Kovalev well, 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 Ward. That's the yeah, fight well,
0: of the sport, year. I'm actually, I'm actually working that one for Sky Sports. So, oh, that's great. Uh, all, all my British friends, uh, you'll be able to check me on uh, Sky Sports that week. That fight is on HBO pay-per-view here in the States, but I'll be working with Sky Sports, and I'm, um, Looking forward to it. I'm excited about it.
2: I'm uh, really looking forward to that one. It should be a really good, it and, uh, it. Uh, yeah, really
0: good matchup. And I'll call it, yeah, it's a really good matchup. One of the better fight matchups of the year. you know. Hopefully it sells the way it deserves to. It's a great fight. This and then m- the week after, the week after, it's a good fight, right? Lomachenko versus Nicholas Walters. Tonight. Oh, yeah. You all know,
1: right? Yeah. Anthony, Joshua, you and Anthony Joshua. It's the
2: Showtime card, too. Anthony
0: Joshua is going to be on Showtime. Um, they're still trying to solidify the opponent, which is weird. You know, that fight's coming around the corner. Um, well, you know, today the, also,
2: think, Eddie Hearn... Uh, Disproved any rumors of that—that that it might be David Hay. Yeah, he said that's fact. not true.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have, i wouldn't have put my stock into the fact that even if it was a rumor, I wouldn't—I wouldn't have
1: seen. So no, October is slow, but November is stacked, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and then uh, there's also uh, there's also talk about I don't know what card this fight's going to wind up on, but they also talk about it about uh, you know Tyson Fury's going to be stripped of the belts, so the WBL title may go vacant, and they're talking about uh, Joseph Parker uh against uh andy ruiz uh for the and that could be a fun fight you know is it the king Neither kong guy I,
1: Luis ortiz uh, uh.
0: no that, that's Luis ortiz All
1: right, sorry sorry <laughs>
0: yeah but um which we're actually gonna talk about king kong as well but but andy ruiz and and joseph park aren't two very large middle they're not very large uh heavyweights you know they're not big uh, heavyweights but you know they could it can make for a fun fight you know they both have good reputations um, uh, that's a fight I actually would be looking forward to seeing as well for ent- for de- for entertainment value. You know, it could be a fun, good fight to watch. You know, and then uh, speaking of King Kong, you know, the good thing you mentioned himself that I actually forgotten with King Kong, Luis Ortiz got a release from Golden Boy recently, and he was a free agent, and he signed with Matroom Boxing. And you know what? I give props to Matroom Boxing. because a lot of these foreign promoters; they only sign uh native guys from that country. Is that who signed somewhere. him? And yeah, they're they're easy to promote. And, you know, they're wow. they local local guys. You know, like Germans love uh, signing Germans or, or foreign guys who are living in Germany, and then obviously British promoters sign you know guys who are living in the UK. UK fighters because they're easy to market, sell, and promote. You know, with their crowd over there. So I, I give props, props, Daddy Hearn for signing Luis Ortiz. I mean, I know he's a he's a monster in the heavyweight division. He's a he's a big player in the heavyweight division. But you know, to be able to lock him and get him fights and one thing Eddie Hearn knows how to do is uh, build stars. I mean, he's clearly built a bunch of them over.
2: Huh. over and you, the could, you could potentially, potentially, down the line, see Ortiz versus Joshua.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't say to see it right away because I think Joshua is the guy that, you know, they want to groom to be the next big thing. Of Luis course. But he's also no spring chicken, so Luis Ortiz is start knocking some guys out over there.
2: And Eddie Hearn, one thing Eddie Hearn knows how to
0: do is build a star. Uh, you're going to continue to see Luis Ortiz's star rise in the U.K. I mean, he's already coming with a pretty good reputation, Um I mean, at the end of the day, if you want to go to a UK fight, uh, match, a maximum boxing show is the, you know, the other fights to go to in the UK. Yeah, how funny you will know, it be? There is no promoter like Eddie Hearn in, in the UK. I mean, uh, how a, funny uh, would a it be when, to,
2: when Ortiz, Ortiz starts? starts uh, Ortiz yeah. starts fighting under that banner and and like starts selling out arenas in like four seconds.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I don't think he's gonna start selling arenas in four seconds. But you know, he, the one thing about Matt and Eddie Hearn is he keeps his guys busy, gets in fights. Like, right. for example, his first fight. He's already signed on the fight Malik Scott November twelfth. Yes, that's not, who it was. I had it
2: Martin on Caller. Instagram.
0: It might be Listen, Malik Scott's not a bad fighter, bro. Malik Scott's a pretty good fighter. But we'll show you the balls that they have and the belief that they have in Luis Ortiz. They've got him against Malik Scott November twelfth, and they're treating Malik Scott like some kind of four round fighter because they've also got Luis Ortiz scheduled to fight November twenty sixth, two weeks later. What on the Joshua on the Joshua card?
1: Jesus, against wow. TBA.
0: You know what I mean? So that's pretty wild. I think that's pretty wild, you know, because. Moy Scott no, is no pushover. Listen, Moyes Scott um, is a solid, solid boxer. Reminds me a little bit of BJ Flores in the way, that, in, in the way that they have a lot of ability, good fighters, but not they're not really willing to dig down as much as you like to see them. Uh, but terrific talent, you know, Moyes Scott is, and uh, you know, it's a uh, great boxing brain. If you ever talk, talk to Moyes Scott, he's, 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 uh, he breaks down boxing very well. He's actually a very underrated uh, analyst. Uh, you know, given the given the opportunity. But uh, I think you know. I think Malik is a good fighter, but you know Ortiz right now is just uh, on top of his game. It'll be interesting. But that fight's November twelfth over in Monte Carlo. And then uh,
2: that's a that's course. a funny thing that that you mentioned. Uh, B J Flores because he's fighting Saturday against Tony Bellu.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fight. You know, the, uh, over in England especially, they keep the they keep the ball rolling. Tony Bellu's fighting uh, B J Flores for the W B C Cruiserweight title, Cruiserweight World Championship, and that'll be a fun fight as well because you know. Uh um, Bellu has a lot of popularity, uh fresh world champion. There's been a lot of a little, trash talking. Yeah, been a lot of trash talking. Um and uh B J like I said, I mean he's got a lot of he's got a lot of ability. But you know, you'd like to see him dig down a little bit. So let's see uh let's see how that plays out, you know? Absolutely. So so pretty good schedule. And like I said, going back to the twenty six, we got Lomachenko and Walter. That's a fight people were waiting for, uh big fight in the making, you know? And uh you know, I only, the only drawback to that fight is Walters has been out of action for a little long. You know, it, it's, it's going to be a, I, you know, I just hope there's no ring rust, because you don't want to go into the ring against, well, uh, let Lomachenko with any ring rust. Lomachenko is uh, a top, top quality fighter, as is Nicholas Walters, so hopefully that, that fight lives up to the hype as well. That's and that will pretty fight. much call out in November. You know what I mean? Uh, we, there's a lot, of box, there is a lot of boxing in November now that we, we actually started talking about it. And then uh, December, we'll, uh, you know, hopefully we'll it out with a bang. Um I don't know where I'll be at. December. December also at the WBC convention from the eleventh to the seventeenth. Uh, I might actually be there because I'll probably be by that point I'll probably be more in Miami. It'll be colder in New York. But um I'll figure it out, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll obviously talk more about these fights as they get closer on so, the show so, to the world. You know, we know we go on our political rant, but we also try to keep it boxing as well.
1: Absolutely. So right, I'm gonna see you in uh, March, April.
0: Nah, back, back in the come studio. On, come on. If we do a if, if we do a show like late next week, I'll uh I'll, I'll be here late late next week.
1: We could do that. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I, I'm always flexible for you guys. I'm here on a Jewish holiday. Pause, bro. I don't bro, even I be flexible.
2: I, that, I ain't talking that about that flexible
1: is. with my body. I'm, I'm talking about yo, flexible with my teeth. You act like that. Take kid off. What, you're ruining the boxing. This is the Sorry. boxing show. All
0: right, guys. All right. Come on. Come on. Ah! Come on. The rant episode we already passed, guys. You know yeah, I know. Sorry, I have to guy. be more
1: professional. Yeah, he's sober. He's angry.
0: Sure. The boxing, the a boxing podcast is more professional. Come on, we keep it more professional. Thank you. All Thank right, you.
1: fellas. Yeah. yeah that's,
0: all. that's all. Welcome to the world. Episode seventy-four point five and 74.0. We gave it to you this week. Yep. Hope you enjoyed it, and we'll be back. Uh, we'll be back next week, maybe later on in the week. We'll do that. You got
1: right, it, right.
0: pal. All right, over now, guys. Peace. Later. See ya.